exhaust pipe issue is the answer for Tom Chilton's car, which is disappointing the rest of the field. Oh Line up for round two. Thanks for the update. Uh, thanks very much. That's bad luck for Tom. The other Tom, though, Tom Ingram on pole position for this one. Colin Turkington alongside. Row two, Gordon Shedd and Ash Sutton. Row three, Adam Morgan and George Gamble. Row four, Stephen Jelly and Josh Cook. Row five, Dan Rowbottom. And it should have been Tom Chilton, but there's a gap tenth on the grid. Uh, row six, Dan Lloyd and Bobby Thompson. Row seven, Aaron Taylor-Smith and Michael Kreese. Row eight, Aidan Moffat and Dan Kamish. What can he do from the middle of the pack now? Row number nine, Dexter Patterson and Ash Hand. The two rookies, row 10, Nick Hamilton and Jason Plato. Row 11, Rick Parfit should have been there. So Jade Edwards will be on her own. And uh, there's a problem for Stephen Jelly, who is missing as well. His car has been pushed off the road, coming out of Coppice Corner. So Stephen Jelly, I'm afraid, is going to be missing from seventh on the grid as well. So there'll be a few holes there uh, up in the top 20 of the, uh, the grid. And then we've got Osborne and Butel on row 12. Jackson and Butcher on row 13 and Collard and Hill on row 14. 16 laps of racing then about to get underway. The grid is cleared at the back. The red lights come on around two of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship gets underway and it is a disastrous start, a non-start for Colin Turkington. He can't get the car off the line. Everybody else comes streaming through and he's stuck. He's stranded on the grid so he's plummeted right to the back of the field and ironically the last one to go past him was Jake Hill. Uh, so he's gained another place here without having to do anything. It's, uh, three or four have come and stuck before the race has even got going here. But it's a mega start for Tom Ingram, who has fired himself into the lead of the race from pole position. And then we've got the first of the Car God Sisley uh, BMWs that's making its way, leading the next group of cars heading up the hill, which is Gamble. Great start like he made in race one. It's got him up to second place. Shedden is third. Morgan is fourth in the second Car God's machine. Then Sutton in fifth. Cook in sixth place. Lloyd Thompson, Robottom and Taylor Smith rounding out the top 10 through the first sector as over the hill and through Coppers Corner comes the race leader, uh, Tom Ingram. Remember, nobody can use the hybrid power on the first lap of the race. It can only be deployed on lap two onwards. That's when you see the blue flashing lights and you'll see fewer blue flashing lights, as I said, for those top 10 drivers from race one. 10 laps less use of the hybrid. Uh, boost for Tom Ingram, nine laps less for the driver's second, eight laps less for third, Gordon Shedden, and so on and so forth. So uh, Colin Turkington has hardly any hybrid, and of course he's uh, dropped all the way to the tail of the field now as well. He did get going, but he's a mile off the field, just going over the line now, and uh, he is 4.4 seconds behind the last car on the road. That's how far away he is. He could do with a safety car, really, to get himself back in touch. And he's got... Nine laps less use of the hybrid power as well. So it's a double blow, I'm afraid, for the four-time uh, champion. Tom Ingram up the hill. Rory Butcher getting his elbows rolled out as he goes past the uh, Vauxhall Astra of Mike. Is that Michael Creasy? He's gone past. No, it's uh, Ash Hand, I think, is getting past. Uh, we've got Ingram, 0.9 seconds clear of Gamble, up to second place now, ahead of Shedden. And then it's the next of the BMWs, Morgan Sutton in fifth and Cook in sixth place. Uh, going up through Coppice Corner now. And how did Jake Hill get on the first lap of the race? He got himself up to 20th place from the back of the field, although a few of them, of course, didn't start uh, proceedings. But he's now starting to get more positions. He's up the inside of Ollie Jackson now in the 48 car. It'll get him on the way into the chicane. So it is Hyundai, followed by BMW, followed by Honda. About to get Tom Chilton into the race by the look of things. He's just been wheeled out of the garage, but a couple of laps down, just trying to get a finish, get a slightly better grid if he can uh, for race three. And to test the car more than anything else, as Ash Sutton now onto the tail of Adam Morgan in the number one car, the reigning champion, 
down the hill, down through the crater curves and into the old hairpin. Right behind him is Josh Cook. And then it's side by side with Dan Lloyd uh, up the inside on the way into the old hairpin. Fending off Bobby Thompson, who was trying to get around the outside of him and tucked to the grass on the way out of the corner in the South Long Cooper. He's got his teammate Aaron Taylor-Smith with him in car 40. And Dan Rowbottom in there as well. And oh, dear, dear, dear. Out wide goes Thompson and drops to the back of the quartet. Might have been a little bit of contact there as well, which enabled that to be the case as the leaders now come down towards us and I can see for what is it fifth and sixth they're switching and swapping around side by side here is Ash Sutton yes it is Ash Sutton having to try and defend his position here uh, from Josh Cook on the way into the chicane he's done so successfully and now Gordon Shedden is onto the case of George Campbell who was a bit tardy a bit untidy coming out of the chicane and loses the place at Redgate as a result so Shedden up to second place now moving ahead of George Gamble in third, Adam Morgan in fourth, Ash Sutton still in fifth place, still with Josh Cook on his case in sixth position, uh, seventh Lloyd, eighth Thompson, Robottom up to ninth, Taylor Smith down to tenth after that uh, rough ride coming out of the old hairpin. Uh, down the hill they come, and there might be more action here on the way to the old hairpin, and that's Bobby Thompson getting the job done on Dan Lloyd this time, down the inside rather than the outside, and Dan Robottom's going to try and get past Dan Lloyd coming up the hill into the Right-hander at McLean's, if he can, if he's close enough. He's still on the outside of him, though, and she loses a place because Aaron Taylor-Smith nips up the inside of him, takes a bit of body work from the Honda Civic with him as he goes, and so the number 40 is out, Leon, back onto, uh, in, into the top nine and back onto the tail of his teammate. Aidan Moffitt involved in a scrap for 10th, no, 11th place with Dan Camish. He's trying to, uh, well, if he can get into the top six to 12, that'll be ideal for Dan Camish, but we'll see as Josh Cook has got ahead of Ash Sutton now as well. So that's been that change for fifth place. Sutton is right on his case going into Redgate. He was struggling with the tyres apparently in the previous race, but at least it looks like he's got plenty of grip coming out of Redgate. And Ash Sutton is about to go down the inside here of Josh Cook. They're side by side as they come down through the crater curves to uh, former teammates, two good friends. have had some great races, Remember the one at Brands Hatch at the end of the season a few years ago, which was an absolute corker, but it's Cook that manages to fend him off. And we've had Nick Hamilton, I'm afraid, coming into the pits with a problem. So a couple of the South Leons going well, but the other one uh, into the pits with issues for Nick Hamilton, who's joining a quite long list now. It's becoming of uh, drivers and cars that have had problems either before the start of the race or during the opening encounters. And... How's Dan Camish getting on? He, he did get ahead of Aidan Moffat, so he's up to 11th place now in the second of the yellow and blue Napa Racing UK uh, Ford Focus STs. The race leader's advantage looks like it has dwindled quite a lot on this lap. Shedden set the fastest lap of the race last time around. Bonus point coming for that. He did a 69.214, which was four tenths quicker uh, than Ingram. Remember, he's got a bit more use of his hybrid than Ingram. Ingram can't use it for 10 of the laps. Shedden, who finished third, can't use it for eight of the laps but there'll be others coming through with more uses of it. Dexter Patterson has got a queue formed up behind him as he goes uh, over the start-finish line in the number 17 infinity. And Jake Hill is trying to get past uh, Dexter's teammate, Adam Moffat, which he's done on the way through Hollywood. So another place gained for him. And another one, I'm afraid, into the pits is Jack Butel. So his 96 Hyundai comes in with a problem. On board on the ITV pictures with uh, Dan Rowbottom, who's having a big ding-dong here with Aaron Taylor-Smith, who's currently in ninth place. So ninth and tenth going into McLean's now. And 11th, really. All three of them tied together as Ada Coppice comes the race-leading car 
and down towards the chicane of uh, Tom Ingram, who did his best lap last time around, but it was still three-tenths slower than Gordon Shedden. So they'll be much tighter when they come back into view on the start-finish straight in a moment. And here they are, Tom Ingram, number 80, leading the way in the Hyundai. Gordon Shedden hunting him down. Gamble has been absolutely sensational this weekend. Could be on the overall podium here. He's in third place. He's got his teammate, Adam Morgan, uh, and the team leader behind him in fourth place. Then there's a bit of a gap back to fifth, which is still Josh Cook. Then Ash Sutton. Michael Creasy is going on the charge here on Aidan Moffat. Moffat's struggling at this stage of the race and trying to whip around the outside is Michael Creasy, but that doesn't quite work. Nick Hamilton had collected a bit of grass, so a little off. There is fire extinguishment, which is down on the ground in pit lane, but I'm assuming that that's just the grass which had caught the, uh, caught the heat of the brake, so very quickly dealt with. They've turned the car around. Nick Hamilton back down pit lane after a little stall, uh, but down pit lane and about to rejoin. Thanks for the update, Al. So good news that Nick is able to get back out there. Jake Hill updates on the last lap. Uh, he and Jason Plato both got past Aidan Moffitt, who has uh, been struggling. And he had Michael Creese trying to get past him at the start of the next lap as well. Uh, so that means uh, that Jake is into 12th place now. So he's into potential reverse grid pole position here for Jake Hill. Uh, depending on which number, 6 to 12, gets drawn out of the hat on the podium. Ingram in the lead, but Shedden hunting him down bit by bit. Then the two car god Sisley BMWs of Gamble and Morgan, Cook in fifth, Sutton in sixth, and Bobby Thompson in an excellent seventh place. Aaron Taylor-Smith in eighth, and then also uh, from a lowly position, we've got Dan, Ro we've got Dan Robots, we've got Jake Hill from a lowly position, 11th, Dan Kamish now behind him in 12th place. And then we've got Jason Plato, 13th, Michael Kreese, 14th, Aidan Moffitt, 15th in the points as well. And Ricky Collard from the back, he's almost into the points. He's there in 16th place in the number 21 machine. Uh, but Butcher is another one that hasn't come through. And Collard's car stops now as well. He's got, now he's got damage to the front left bodywork. And the car is limping down the crane of curves. He'd almost got himself into the points. He's turning into a disastrous day so far, I'm afraid, for Toyota Gazoo Racing and the two Corollas. So Butcher... He's back in 26th position, five laps down, and Ricky Collard, uh, he'd almost got into the points. He's slowing at the moment. Uh, so Ingram, last lap, 69.483, almost matching the pace of Gordon Shedden. Shedden was three quarters of one tenth of a second quicker. Shedden is definitely homing in on him. The top four go through. And Cook in fifth place. We'll hope they get into a battle so he can catch them up, but fifth looks about as good as he can get at the moment. And Dan Kamish versus Jason Plato might be another battle to keep an eye on. That's just going over the start-finish line, running in 12th and 13th positions, uh, respectively. Hill's got past Rowbottom now, so he's into the top 10, Jake Hill. This is a great charge from Jake. A uh, bit fired up after his bad luck, I would imagine, in race one. So he's got the bit between his teeth. We know how quick he is from qualifying and from race one. And he's gone from the back all the way into 10th place now, and he's still got eight laps to try and pick up some more places in the race as limping into the pit lane entry, I'm afraid, in comes the number 21 Ricky Collard Toyota. Quite a bit of damage to the bodywork on the front left side of the car, which might be the reason for it. So he comes in, and we've also got Ollie Jackson coming into the pits. Yeah, it's been a bit busy, hasn't it? Jack Butel came in as well. I haven't found out the reason for that. I'll go down and uh, catch up with Ricky's car, with Ollie's car, and with Jack's car as well.
Thanks very much. Uh, Al, as the leaders come over the start-finish line of the gap, is lower than it has ever been between the top two. It's two-tenths of a second. Last lap was a tenth quicker for Gordon Shedden, and he's right onto the tail now of Tom Ingram as they make their way out through the right-hander at Redgate Corner for the lead of the race for the win in round two of the championship. It's Tom Ingram, race one winner, versus Gordon Shedden, who inherited third place in race one. They head down the hill. That was contact there, I think, between them, and Ingram's still on the inside line, but the Hyundai definitely got... Uh, into a tank slapper there on the way down the hill. He's held firm for now. He takes all of the curves, heading out under Starkis through Schwartz curve and up the inside for McLean's. It's going to be Gordon Shedden and he goes through and into the lead of the race for the first time. So Shedden leads, Ingram down to second and that's allowed the two car gods, Sicily Motorsport BMWs to catch them up with uh, 42 uh, George Gamble in third and 33 Adam Morgan in fourth. We've now got four for the lead of the race heading down for the chicane at Roberts. So Tom Ingram, you know, has less uses of his hybrid than anybody else as the winner of the first race. Uh, what can he do in the second part of proceedings? And if the top four hold each other up, can uh, Josh Cook catch them up? He's trying his best coming out of the Roberts chicane. So Shedden, Ingram, Gamble, Morgan and Cook, top five, Sutton in sixth. And Alan's got an update from the pit lane. I'm going to see if I can uh, grab a word, if I can break up the two collards, because Ricky's just explaining to, to his dad. What's up, Ricky? Unfortunately, someone's just turned in and just uh, taken the, uh, the air ducting calling out. Oh. The engine was just getting hot and we've had to retire, so it's a shame. Oh dear, oh dear. Sorry for you, Ricky. Thanks for uh, explaining. That's Ricky Collard, retired down in pit lane. The Toyota about to be pushed into the garage. It's one of those days, isn't it, for Ricky and, and for Rory and for the team. Rory's still out there, but he's many laps down, I'm afraid. Five laps down and in 25th position. So, Gordon Shedden as the new race leader taking them round. I was just while you're doing that, having a... Oh, Aaron Taylor-Smith sent into a tag, into a sideways half-spin coming out of McLean's place lost. Jake Hill goes forward one more. That puts him then into ninth place in the number 24 BMW. And Dan Rowbottom will now be on the case of Aaron Taylor-Smith. Um, what as about Ollie Jackson? Sorry for you, Ollie. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, been a challenging day, to say the least. Um, we've, um, we've got this, um, this mysterious throttle loss basically, which is where the car cuts out on a particular spot on the track. We had it the last time across two cars, but they cut out in exactly the same spot. So I don't know if there's a software issue or something like that, but it's very strange. Really disconcerting as well. Yeah, I mean, especially earlier. I mean, I've got cars up, up my bumper, and if, you get on, if you're not getting on the throttle and the guy behind hits you up the back, he's expecting you to go. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck in rectifying the problem. Ollie Jackson retired in pit lane. Thanks, Al, for the update. Uh, good to hear from Ollie, but uh, not in the circumstances we would like. Hopefully, and, they'll resolve that. Won't they? And Jack Butel, I couldn't get to the bottom of what they're doing. There are three guys working underneath the bonnet of the car. The car is in the garage, um, but I'm, I'm, I am surmising it's some kind of an electrical issue that uh, at the moment they can't identify what, what the problem is. Yeah, it's quite often the way, isn't it? First weekend of a season, you've got all these little issues that crop up because it's the first time you've pushed the cars this hard in, in race conditions. So uh, lots of uh, bad luck stories, I'm afraid, in race two. Not for these four, though. Shedden, Ingram, Gamble and Morgan. The top four go through. Josh Cook and Ash Sutton. Has that gap come back down a little bit? Um, yeah, not a great lap, that, for Josh. A 110.2 uh, with a 19.9 for Ash Sutton, the reigning champion. So the number one car caught up, back up a little bit uh, to Josh Cook's 
uh, BTC Honda running in fifth place, the 66 cars, they went through. I was just having a look at Bobby Thompson's uh, best ever finish as well. That was, I thought he was. He got a sixth place finish a couple of years ago at Brands Hatch, but he's on for what his best ever finishes here, running in seventh place at the moment, at 0.8 of a second behind Ash Sutton. So Bobby Thompson on for his second best ever result in the BTCC, running in seventh place. Dan Lloyd is eighth, Jake Hill up to ninth. Uh, Jake's now got four and a half seconds to try and make up, though, if he wants to get any more places in the race. But it's been a fine drive, hasn't it? Uh, up from the back of the field for Jake Hill. Uh, Rory Butcher. Ah, right. Is there an issue with transponders or something? He's been re rectified back in 10th place. And I was slightly confused as to why he was a number of laps down, but he was shown as several laps down. But he's very much there and now corrected. Maybe a transponder issue. Corrected and re-shown as in 10th place. That's also been a good charge from the uh, back of the field. So it's not quite as bad a day, or not quite as bad as a race as we thought, as Dan Kamish goes slowly, I'm afraid. And that's another one with a problem. So Danny's limping uh, down out of coppice, down towards the chicane, and he's going to be the next one to come and see you in the pit lane, I'm afraid, Alan. So Dan Kamish, again, he's going to have to start from the back of the field in race three, or near the back of the field, because he is pit-bound in the number nine machine. Which wasn't quite running as quickly as we thought it would for all of the race, was it? So maybe it's something that's been an issue all the way through the race and has got worse and worse and worse because he didn't fire up the order quite as much as we thought he would so Dan coming in now always oh, picked up some damage something like that but we'll find out uh, Dan out of the race as well there are a few bruises on the car but um, mm. it comes in at reasonable pace so see what we can find out thanks Al right so Gordon Shedden is the leader Tom Ingram is second George Gamble is third, fourth is Adam Morgan, fifth is Josh Cook, sixth is Ash Sutton, seventh Bobby Thompson, eighth Dan Lloyd, ninth from the back Jake Hill, and tenth now the transponder is working is Rory Butcher, eleventh uh, Aaron Taylor Smith, twelfth Dan Robotham, thirteenth Jason Plato, up, back up to fourteenth now is Colin Turkington. Keep your eyes on him. Can he get any more places? But he's in the points and fifteenth and in the points is Michael Priest. So I can see plenty of rubber markings on the left front of Dan Cavish's car, which I thought were the battle scarrings that I mentioned, it was a puncture, so down pit lane, they've changed the wheel, down pit lane, Dan Camish about to rejoin. Yeah, quick stop for uh, Dan Camish, but he's gone a lap down now, it's worth getting out there just to get a finish, because so many cars having problems, that, you know, you get three or four places higher up the grid just by staying out there, it's probably uh, worth doing. Now, Gordon Shedden, having got the lead four or five laps ago, has not been able to shake off the very close attentions of Tom Ingram. And the question is, when is uh, how much of either of them saved in terms of the lapse use of uh, the hybrid? We'll keep it on the blue flashing lights. Uh, there are certainly flashing lights in Tom Ingram's car. The headlights flashing in the mirrors of Gordon Shedden as he comes down. But uh, have they got any left? How much have they got left? Uh, but we're into the closing stages because they come for the penultimate time now out of the chicane over the line. Ingram is using hybrid power, but Shedden is not over the start-finish line. So we go on to... The last lap of the race, and Tom Ingram is back onto the case of Gordon Shedden here. So, which one of them has been able to save some extra boost for this final lap of the race? Certainly, it's got Ingram back onto the tail now of the Honda. So, 
for the final time down through the crater curves. Gordon Shedden goes. He's pushing hard because he locks up the brake going into the old hairpin. And yes, there is hybrid power being used by Tom Ingram again, uh, but not by uh, the race leader. Sam Osborne's the latest one to come off the circuit with a problem. The race leaders, meanwhile, are making their way out through the right-hander at McLean's for the final time. It's still Gordon Shedden just ahead, heading up towards Coppice. Uh, Tom Ingram flashing his lights, putting all the pressure on Gordon Shedden now. Is he going to have one last stab down at the chicane? Has he got any hybrid left to use? Has Gordon Shedden got any hybrid left to defend? As uh, they come nose to tail now, out down towards the Robert chicane for the final time. Flashing the lights, but not quite close enough here for Tom Ingram. He's going to close right underneath the rear wing of the Honda going through the chicane. But Gordon Shedden comes out first. And there is the flag. And Gordon Shedden takes victory in round two of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. Tom Ingram comes home second. A brilliant maiden podium. His second start in the BTCC for George Gamble. He comes home third. Adam Morgan is fourth. Josh Cook fifth. And then we've got Ash Sutton sixth. Bobby Thompson seventh. Dan Lloyd's crossed the line eighth. Hill in ninth. Butcher in tenth. And just keeping an eye on Colin Turkington, who almost stole 13th place away from Jason Plato over the line. But Jason fended him off by 72 thousandths of a second. So it was Hill, ninth, great effort from the back. Butcher, 10th. Taylor Smith, 11th. Rowbottom, 12th. Plato, 13th, just from Turkington, who recovered to 14th. And then Michael Kreese gets a point in 15th place. Aidan Moffitt had a, a, a rough start to the race and finished in 16th. Ashhand in 17th, just outside the points in his second start in the BTCC. And a decent 18th place finish for Dexter Patterson on only his second start in the British Touring Car Championship. Jade Edwards, 19th. Osborne, uh, we know stopped on track, so he's crossed the line, but 20th. Dan Camish went into the pit, so he'll be classified 21st. Tom Chilton got back out there, will be classified 22nd in two laps down. Nick Hamilton, another visitor to the pits, two laps down, but classified 23rd. And we lost from the race. Collard, Jackson, Butel, Jelly never got to the start. Parfit never got to the start. And the fastest lap of the race, the bonus point went to the race winner, Gordon Shedden, with a 69.214. Uh, so Shedden wins, Ingram second, Gamble is third, and Gamble is also the independence uh, winner. Uh, so it's one each for him and Adam Morgan in terms of the independence race victories. And it's been a perfect day almost uh, for uh, the car gods with Sisley Motorsport BMWs. But a great maiden podium. Some drivers wait forever to get their first podium in the BTCC. George Gamble's had to wait four or five hours, and he's already there on the podium in race two of the season, race two of his career. So he's the top uh, independent, also the top driver, and it'll be classed as a victory in the Jack Sears Trophy for him as well. So Gordon Shedden uh, takes victory in round two of the 2022 championship. It took a long while for Gordon to get onto the top step of the podium on his return last season, but it was here, it was at Donington Park that he finally uh, got that uh, nut cracked and he won two, didn't he? He won race one and race two here at Donington Park. So it's a happy hunting ground for uh, Gordon and he'll be pleased that Donington's earlier in the season, I suggest, because rather than having to wait until the penultimate event of the season, he's got his first win of 2022 in the first weekend of the campaign and he's very much another driver to watch out for this season. He gets third, so that's a win and a third for Gordon and a win and a second for Tom, who will just about hang on to the championship leads. 20 points for a win, 17 for second, and uh, 15 for third. And what a drive that was from George Gamble onto the overall podium and the independence winner. There, held up, in, pulled into the technical check area.
and the rest of the drivers and cars make their way uh, down the pit lane to react upon that. So provisionally, it's 40 points for Tom Ingram, 37 for Gordon Shedden, second in the championship, 25 points and th third place in the championship for George Gamble. Uh, not bad for somebody who didn't know he was going to be racing in the championship That's remarkable, a few weeks ago. <laughs> Absolutely. Goodness me. What a day. What a drive. But he's been on it all the way through. And in fairness, Sisley have produced a great car, haven't they, this year with that BMW? Oh, they really have, yeah. Uh, I, I just think it's incredible because George Gamble had not um, really thought about BTCC as the route for his career, but the opportunity came up. He grabbed it with both hands and thus far it's proved to be very very good indeed that's absolutely superb on his debut weekend his brother of course is racing over in the states at the moment and a very able racing family the gambles i'm standing next to the honda civic type r of gordon shedden who's started the season this year <laughs> you hear him bash the roof of the car started a little better than last year and a very hearty round of applause from the team straight away over to Barry Plowman who's the technical director of the team and the rest of the team all queuing up for a handshake with an absolutely delighted flash and now a hug allowed with his wife Gillian looks after the Knockhill racing circuit does Gillian and a flash is totally delighted with this three-time champion of course made his return to the btcc last year but it didn't start quite as well as it's proving to be in 2022 super start for flash tom ingram arrives the championship leader climbs out of the car takes the applause of the team and uh, gives his car a friendly little pat on the roof and uh, well done to tingram a first and a second that's not bad. That's the noise in the background <laughs> from the car gods with Sicily Motorsport team because George Gamble has been through the technical checks and <laughs> they're absolutely delighted. He climbs out the car. The television cameras are here. He stands on the side of the car, pats the roof of the car and <laughs> enjoys every single moment of this. And quite right too, <laughs> comes over to the team He's about to get hugged by everybody. And I think you can hear in the background, his dad is there. His dad ever present in his racing career through karting into car racing as well. And dad gets a little moment of, of joy with uh, George and uh, real delight on the faces of all of the team. George will also take the independent win for round two. So they'll do TV interviews. I'll get ready for a podium. That's very much it indeed, Al. And on the podium, a number between 6 and 12 will be drawn. That's the amount of places that we uh, reversed for race three. So we're either going to have Ash Sutton, Bobby Thompson, Dan Lloyd, Jake Hill, Rory Butcher, Aaron Taylor-Smith or Dan Rowbottom on pole position for race three, depending on which of the numbers uh, gets drawn out of the hat. And uh, you can see the very happy uh, scenes down uh, down in the park, <laughs> down in the technical check area, it's a big beaming smile on George Gamble's face. I, isn't I, I didn't want to leave because um, uh, Russell Morgan, the 
uh, boss of the team was queuing up to have a little moment with George to congratulate him. It's a, it's a lovely story. I was meant to get to the podium a bit earlier than the drivers because they had to wait for me last time. But <laughs> I, I was going to get a head start, but I didn't really particularly want to want to leave. Let's have a chat to the championship leader, shall we? <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Well, it's nice now knowing that we don't have to strap a baby elephant in if we're leading it. That's yeah. quite encouraging. So how did that work out? It was so nice to go into a race knowing that we have a chance. Yeah, uh, Feeling that you've got a car that feels the same as it did before. And it makes a massive difference to pre-season testing. Yeah. Because instead of having to set a car up to carry 75 kilos, 66 kilos, yeah. Yeah. zero ballast, all of the, all of the uh, iterations that we have over the course yeah. of it, it's nice that the car feels mega. Yeah. And as a driver, that's what you want. That's you haven't what... got a compromised car. Exactly right, and, and I think that's the, that's the great thing with it. And, oh, I'll come to that one later, Sam. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Tinker. I'll see you on the podium in just a couple of moments. Uh, uh, George is just having his interview. Gordon Shedden is doing uh, the pose by the front of the car. I'll I'll talk to him uh, in just a couple of moments. Flash, can I have a quick word? He congratulates George Gamble. They're just having a couple of words. In fact, we'll talk at the podium. There we go. I'll make my way over to the podium because that is what's coming up next. Thanks very much indeed, Al. Yeah, joyous scenes down there in the uh, technical check area. And uh, what a star drive that was from uh, George Gamble. It's not one of those podiums where, you you know, a couple of cars in around you've had problems or there's been an issue or a crash or that was a 100% deserved podium with a car and a driver that was absolutely capable of being there so that's the most impressive thing I think uh, you sure this guy's a rookie <laughs> I mean I know he's drove, driven lots of stuff over the past Porsche Carrera Cup seven time uh, winner a front runner in Ginettas but um, what an, an effort that was from uh, George Gamble third place and well he's even outshone himself from earlier on we'll see uh, if we can get an update as to which number is drawn out of the hats. And here we're going to get on pole position for the part reverse grid race three. And uh, there's the answer from Tom Ingram. The, um, the success ballast was more of a, uh, more of a, of a killer to the uh, driver that uh, carried that uh, penalty than this uh, reduced number of hybrids. And well, there you go. You've seen him uh, winning a race. Not that we hadn't seen cars with success ballast, full success ballast winning races in the past. That has happened, but... Uh, Tom Ingram uh, didn't win the race, of course, he was second, but Tom Ingram there uh, will be very happy with the way things have gone so far. A first and a second for him, a first and a third for Gordon Shedden, and George Gamble third in the championship with a third and a sixth place finish uh, so far. So the podium coming up. Uh, next up, we're going to go to our final race of the weekend for the Rocket F4 British Championship, certified by FIA. Entry list on page 50. Spotter's guide on page 51 of your programme. Uh, it's going to be another 20-minute race, this one. And uh, the grid is uh, based on everybody's second fastest uh, lap times from qualifying. Uh, so we're going to have on pole position number 31 this hugely talented American driver uh, from New York, Hugo Ochokwu, who was 15 yesterday. It was his birthday yesterday. If he'd been 15 today, he'd have had to miss the race yesterday. So he's only just old enough to get his license and to go racing uh, yesterday. And he stuck it on pole position and he got it onto the podium. So 31, Hugo Ochokwu on pole position. 22, Alex Dunn, the Irish driver, has been a real sensation this weekend. Uh, yes, he's got more... Uh, F Formula 4 experience and some of the drivers from other categories overseas but nonetheless he doesn't know the circuits in the UK he hasn't raced at Donington Park before and did a great job uh, yesterday to win the race and to get on the podium again earlier on so Alex Dunn 
uh, you remember, charged through, picked up four or five positions in race two earlier on today to get onto the podium in the latter stages of the race. He starts second for this one. So 31 and 22 on row one. Uh, Aidan Neat had uh, damage to the front wing after contact in race two, had to come into the pits and then ultimately retired from the race. Uh, but he starts this one uh, from third on the grid in car 57. 63, Oliver Gray was the car he came together with and he's going to be alongside him on the grid for this one, interestingly. So they are third and fourth, 57, uh, and Aidan Neat and 63, Oliver Gray. Uh, row three, 16, Eduardo Cossateng and 49, Daniel Guinchard. Row four, number two, Michael Shin and 84, Joseph Local. I'll give you the rest of the grid later because Alan's got the podium. And we've got a, a lot of uh, very happy fans that are standing by to cheer on the drivers on the podium. The presentation for round two of the 2022 Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. In order to get the presentation underway, representing our title sponsors, Quick Fit, please welcome Dan Joyce, Fleet Director for Quick Fit, onto the podium over to the far end. Give them a round of applause, please, everybody. Uh, we are very grateful to our title sponsors, Quick Fit, for their continued support of the championship. The first award that uh, Dan will give out is for the winning manufacturer-constructor for round two. The winners are Accelerate Motorsport Hyundai, and to represent them, team principal Justina Williams. Well done. Congratulations. First time that they take the award, and she's delighted. Absolutely delighted. Bouncing up and down on the podium, they take their first award for the Manufacturer Constructors Award. The Accelerate Motorsport Hyundai squad uh, take the Manufacturer Constructors Award for round two. On to the top three drivers, which includes our independent winner. And what a debut weekend it is. For third place, George Gamble. Absolutely fantastic. What a cheer from the crowd. He gets the third place trophy. Waiting for him is also the independent winner's trophy. And he holds it up to a delighted crowd. Super scenes here at Donington Park. In second place, Tom Ingram, the championship leader, makes his way up the podium steps. A win and a second place as well. And a hug with Justina as well. Well done, Tom Ingram. He's about to get his second place trophy from Dan Joyce. For Quick Fit and Tom Ingram holds it up to the crowd. And with his first win of the day, the winner, Gordon Shedden, three time champion, about to get onto the top step of the podium, a third place and a win in the two rounds so far at Donington Park. And Flash holds the trophy up, he wins round two of the championship.